Greetings, everyone. A warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. I'm Tom Pollard, beaming up to you from the Sunshine Coast in Australia, joined today by Liz Wendling from Jersey, but now living in Denver, Colorado. And I, I just got to, for the record, I just got to ask Liz to say the word coffee, but in Jersey style. Coffee. Coffee. I love the way you put an R in there. And, and it tastes better as well when you do that. It does. It does. <laughs> so in addition to being a Jersey girl, Liz is a nationally acclaimed and applauded speaker. She's the author of not just one, but six books. <laughs> Her two most recent are, and I love this, Liz, The Heart of Authentic Selling and Sell Without Selling Your Soul. She's driven by that mantra that it's not what you sell, is how you sell that matters. And I can imagine that in there, Liz, is this heavy dose of authenticity of wanting to help people not just flog another product. So I can't wait. The title is How to Avoid the Top Three Phrases That Make You Sound Outdated and Old School in Your Selling. Yep. Liz, our questions, our time starts now, I should say. Question number one, seven minutes to go. Who's your ideal client? My ideal client are professionals who sell services, but they have a really bad problem that I call a love-hate relationship with sales. They love what they do, but they absolutely hate to sell. And they've convinced themselves that if they do enough marketing, they never have to sell. And I tell people, if you are talking to other human beings and you're trying to get that human being to hire you and then pay you for that service, you are in a sales conversation. You can't avoid sales. So the yeah. professionals I work with are financial planners, accountants, attorneys, coaches, and consultants. And I teach them how to have a better mindset around sales and get some good skills so you can close, they can close more business. Perfect. Thank you for that. So let's go to question number two. Can you tell us a bit more about the problem you solve? Six minutes left. Okay. Is I like to teach them how to get out of their heads and that negative belief around selling, that selling is bad and you have to be pushy and you have to be yeah. aggressive. So old school, so outdated. So they hang on to this outdated mindset around selling so that they can protect themselves. They say, I don't want to be one of those salespeople, so I just won't do it at all. And what they wind up doing is leaving a heck of a lot of money on the table because they're not willing to step into the only thing the only activity that keeps them in business, and that's sales activities. You can do everything else. Beautiful. You can have a perfect website, great social media. But if you don't know how people buy and you can't inspire someone to buy from you, good luck. And not only are they leaving a lot of money on the table, but they're probably failing to help a lot of people that need help. Correct. And they're ruining their reputation too. Yeah. Sabotaging belief about not selling. So- mm -hmm. Let's go to question number three. What are the, would you say is the typical symptom? Someone listening to this go, this is what's going on in my world, in my sales world or my non-sales world. How do people know that they should be reaching out and finding out more about what you do? If they're rattling off the mantras of, I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to be pushy. Yeah. I hate being aggressive. I yeah. don't want to be one of those people. And on top of that, they keep hearing, I need to think about it. I have no money. Call me in a few weeks. And they're getting ghosted. So they have a mindset that they hate selling. And then nobody gets back to them. So they're stuck. They are literally stuck in the same spot. And they keep moving around that same spot. But nothing is happening in their business. So I would say they would reach out to me if they want to pull themselves out of that and start moving their business in a different direction.
Perfect. Thank you for that. We've got just over four minutes left. Common mistakes that people make when they're trying to solve this problem. Now, you mentioned several phrases that people are using that make them sound outdated or old school. Tell us about that. Sure. I talk a lot about the word follow-up, the F word, the L word, love, and then some minimizer words. And I bet to everyone out there, if you checked your last 21 emails that you sent out, you probably said, I would love to get together with you. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to get something on the calendar. I would love to work with you. And you drop an L-bomb. And what they don't realize is that when you say the phrase, I would love, it's a self-serving phrase. It's not collaborative. It doesn't invite me into the conversation. It only tells me what you would love to do to me. It doesn't work anymore. We've got to lose that phrase. The next one is follow-up, which also comes with touching base, reaching out, checking in. And those phrases now, everyone's using them. So they don't really inspire anyone to follow up with you, which Mm. makes you have to follow up again and again and again. And you say things like, I don't know if you got my last 19 emails. I'm not sure (laughs) if you saw the last 27 messages I left you. And they don't take a look at why what are they doing that's causing that problem? And then the last one I would say is all those minimizer phrases. I know you're busy, so I don't want to take up too much of your time. I hope you're having a good weekend. I hope you had a great day or how are you? And all those minimizer phrases that we throw out there because we think that we've got to soften the blow of our message. And all those do is make you show up outdated, passive, wishy-washy, and weak. So if you don't change your language, it's going to be hard to change your results. Stop dropping the love bomb. Stop talking yes, about and the F bomb. And stop minimizing. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Three big mistakes. So let's flip it now. Let's talk about what people can do. Question five, I'm after one top tip. Something that is going to help people. It's not going to solve the whole problem. They probably need you for that. But give us a top tip. Two minutes left. So I would say to truly stop using the language that really doesn't move the sales process forward. So if you are going to drop an F-bomb, which I highly recommend you stop, instead of saying, I'm just following up, why don't you say, hey, Bob, in our last conversation, or when I saw you at the networking event last week, you and I talked about, I call it getting right to the meat of the message. Leave out, I'm just following up, because that's what you're doing anyway. You are following up. Yeah. Spoken like a true Jersey girl. (laughs) let's get to the bottom line cut to the chase that's it um, let's give people some more valuable free resource we could direct people to a landing page where people can find out more about your work they can go to my website and there's a free gift on there that goes much deeper into some of the language i we talked about today and that's lizwenling.com forward slash free dash gift Perfect. And I'm on the page right now. It looks Great. like it's got a real depth of value there. So folks, go to Liz Wendling, W-E-N-D-L-I-N-G.com forward slash free dash gift. Go get it. 55 seconds left, Liz. What's All the right. one question I should have asked you but didn't? And the answer, please. Okay. I would say, what advice would you give to a salesperson or a professional who is complaining about and struggling with not getting people to return their calls, their emails or texts. And I would say, turn the table on yourself and ask yourself, would I respond to my own email? Do I sound like everyone else in the inbox? And here's the hard one. Where do I blow people off? Where do I not get back to people? Is it just karma coming back to you or (sighs) does your message really suck? 
Perfect. Liz Wendling, thanks so much for your time and your insights. And it's a pleasure to be listening to the Voice of Experience. Cheers. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.5hourchallenge.com.